0: Fans, Welcome to another episode of Short Track Guys Podcast, brought to you by Exclusives.com. I am your host, Thomas Battis, alongside two other Short Track Guys in the studio tonight. One being remote on the phone. First, Jim Pokrant, driver of the 07 Fishing.com sportsman here locally at Five Flag Speedway and 2021 sportsman champion in Pensacola, Florida. And Ted Baber, remotely on the phone with us tonight. Ted Baber Video Productions. Also locally here in Pensacola, Florida.
1: What's up, guys? Good evening, sir. Yeah.
0: Oh, well, we've got uh, we've got a lot of news, and we're going to follow up with the the World Series of Asphalt. It's the 55th annual at New Smyrna. Uh, I think we touched on about halfway last Wednesday, and uh, they ended up going through the weekend. I think Saturday night was the last night with the supers, the pros, tour type modifieds, the Florida modifieds, and uh, we've got some champions to to announce. Uh, we've got some great racing we've got some highlights that uh, we're going to put up on our facebook page but first uh, we're going to stay local for just a little bit and uh, get with jim and his sportsman progress getting ready for the 18th and 19th which is actually a big weekend here in march uh, locally at five flag speedway Uh, jim what's what's going on with that sportsman car
1: oh just making body parts i got my quarter panels done got the tailpiece fitted got the fuel cell done now to run brake lines and uh, fuel line and then run some wiring. I should have my motor back mm, tomorrow at the latest Friday and get it set in there and then bolt everything to it. So, um, probably by this time next week, hopefully the thing will be sitting there running and we'll be able to know what, uh, where everything is. And, uh, the generosity of Tim Bryant said he's not going to have a regular practice, but it, he's going to make it reasonable for the local guys to come out and make some laps. So, we're probably going to rent the track one afternoon and go out and make some laps and see how she does. And we'll be ready for the 18th. Hopefully, we'll win the season opener. haven't done that yet, but we're going to give it a hell of a try.
0: All right. You got new sponsors that are coming on board this year?
1: Well, uh, we picked up Victor Herm at uh, Premier Window Tinting. Go see him for all your winter t- window tinting needs. The man is, is just phenomenal when it does window tinting. He does everything from Porsches to pickup trucks. So... Uh, give that man a try he he does a lot of good work he's a patriotic american great guy known him since high school i want to thank him for coming on board of course can't quit com. Uh, my other buddy at um, emerald coast remodeling and trim um, we're all high school friends and uh, of course all pools with uh rich bonneberger he stepped up already before the season started i want to thank him and uh we're gonna have some fun, man. This is this is gonna be pretty cool, and hopefully, maybe sometime this year, we'll have some exciting news, maybe about the Wheelman series next year, or you know, maybe some uh, something more for me to do. So I'm I'm you know just gonna throw that hint out there. And also this weekend they had the Sweat Hog Grand Prix. I know we didn't mention it. It's a four cylinder front wheel drive enduro race. It takes an hour and a half to run, and they make a road course at Five Flags Speedway. It's a blast to do. We need to get more people to come out and watch it, but it's a fun little race. I've been in it. Um, I encourage you to look it up online. It was on Racing America. They actually filmed it. So take a look and see what you think and build you a little four-cylinder junk car and have some fun.
0: Right. And uh, tell us a little bit more about that Sweat Hog race. What
1: is it? Uh, what's going on out there? It's, a, it's four-cylinder, front-wheel drive, bone stock um daryl lynchard won this year congratulations to him he he outlasted everybody for an hour and a half Uh, my buddy frank keller was running up front and he broke his acura so that kind of stinks but um it's four-cylinder front-wheel drive bone stock you got to have a five-point harness you got to have a helmet you got to have a fire suit well you don't even have to have a fire suit you can four-cylinder front-wheel drive with a helmet um i recommend a fire suit i recommend at least a roll bar in case the thing rolls over on you because they're running close to 80 miles an hour down the front straightaway. So, you know, but I recommend it. But it's a fun little race, and it's just supposed to be for junk. And get out there and run to your pop tires and have a great time.
0: Yeah. Well, I know you're I know you're excited about the season coming up and uh, having that experience with uh, the front wheel drive. Is a road course, correct?
1: Yes. You come down the front straightaway, and you go through the quarter mile, and they, they've got some pretty cool little divots. It's a neat deal. I I I, I've done it. It's fun. Um, it's it's a it's. I mean, I'm telling you, it is a blast. You'll get that thing with the biggest grin on your face.
2: Yeah, Stevie Mercer about what it feels like to roll one.
1: Yeah, he rolled it and then went on to win the race last year. Last, (laughs) but except for this year, but he wasn't there this year, so that was kind of crazy. While I'm thinking about it, I want to give a shout out to a gentleman who we've lost in the last couple of weeks. His name's Larry Rice, Sr um a gentleman that just loved racing was always at the racetrack always had you laughing was just a a good guy to be around positive attitude constantly he just started racing four-cylinder cars and he was killed in a motorcycle accident Uh, i want to give a shout out to him and his family let you know we're thinking about you and uh, i know where larry is he's in he's in heaven because he's a great man and we're going to miss him thoughts and prayers
0: well you know we're going to get ready for the, the the season opener uh 18th to 19th of March. It's
1: going to be a blast.
0: Going to be a blast, and uh, you're going to get out there on a Friday night. And Then we've got a big, big race. Uh, the East Series, I guess, are uh Arvin Menard's, Menards. East yeah. Series race that just got through with New Smyrna this past week,
1: and uh, Daytona,
0: in and in Daytona. But yeah, that's a. Uh, I guess uh, the East and West Series is the old K and N, and then uh, I don't really know how they put everything together and run Daytona because it was. Uh, I don't know. Maybe Jim can explain how all that works.
1: I really, it's, I think they run the East and the West and the big tracks like Daytona, everybody runs. But, uh, I, I don't really care for the way the Arca Menard series is run. Actually, I'm, I'm going to voice my opinion. The way the Arca series used to be, there was no East and West. There was an the Arca series. They ran all over the Midwest. They ran Daytona. They run Talladega and they have a national champion. Well, now it's because the Cup teams are funding it, and NASCAR is taking it over. They've ruined it because you don't have anybody just running in that series. You know, you had guys that, that were there to learn and move on, and then you had guys like Frank Kimmel and Will Kimmel and a bunch of other guys that ran that series.
0: The Venturinis.
1: The Venturinis, but yeah. they're they're with Kyle Busch and a bunch of the, the Gibbs guys, the Venturinis are now because they run Toyotas. You know, it's all gotten to the point where if you're not Cup-affiliated, you don't have a chance and it's sad because they've ruined it. The cars are all cookie cutter, they're slow. They're they're, you know, crate engines basically, but you don't need that in a big series like ARCA. They should they should run belt motors. Go back to the days when a guy could buy an ARCA chassis, put it together in his garage and come race kind of like the old truck series. You know, you could buy a truck, put it together, put it on an open trailer, tow to the to the local short track that ran the, the Craftsman Truck Series and you could make the race the series has gotten ruined. It's all now about the cup teams and how much it's, it's about building up young drivers. It's not about, you know, the competition of the Arca series where you had the Arca champion was the Arca guy from, you know, Indiana that, that raced a small team, you know, like, like the Venturini's or, or the Kimmel's or, I mean, there was, there was dozens of teams. Now there's not anymore. They're barely on the local shows. They're lucky to get 15 cars. That's sad.
0: Yeah, they didn't have very uh, they didn't have very many cars last year. At this race and locally, it was like maybe ten or twelve.
1: Yeah, I think it was twelve. Yeah, and that's sad. It's just you know, I I hate to say this, and I'm going to say it, and we're not a NASCAR affiliated, so they can kiss my behind. I don't care. But NASCAR, everything they touch, they ruin. I mean, honestly, they, they
2: they're bringing too much money, and money floods into the system, and people just think they can buy a championship and unfortunately now you can't
1: yeah oh yeah yeah it's it's about it's it's you know arca used to be about talent and drivers now it's about how much money can you bring and whose team are you going to drive for dgr Crosley are you going to drive for and they're all cup affiliated they're all they're all you know kind of like super late model racing has gotten with like donnie wilson these cup teams are paying big money to put these kids in these late models so they can have something to do till they find something else for them to do
0: well, Sammy Smith ends up winning the Arca race at New Smyrna. And, um, you would not be surprised after what we just got through that he was in a KBM car. And the KBM for everybody that's listening out there is the Kyle Bush Motorsports. Yeah. And so, yeah, it, it, there's a lot of substance with that conversation that we can go on and on and on about. But it is for the younger drivers, but some of them that come from, uh, maybe the truck series, um, and maybe Xfinity. Would come down and, and I mean, we can, we're going to go touch on this too with the super. We had 200 lap races down there at New Smyrna this past week. And, um, you wouldn't be surprised really if somebody comes in and
1: wins both of those. And we'll get into that. But, um, well, Sammy Smith is a talent. It's not about, he doesn't have as much money as some of these other guys got because he would, he should already be advanced by now. But that dude can drive him and, and Chandler Smith. And guys like Bubba Pollard, they put on a show. Mm-hmm. They they're not there for the money, they're there to race, and that's the kind of racing I want to see.
0: Right. And that's why we that's why we cover short track racing. We don't cover NASCAR or the Xfinity kind of, you know, the cup cars, Xfinity and, and the trucks. I mean, trucks maybe a little bit because we see some of these guys coming from the super late model ranks, uh, maybe modified ranks like Ryan Friesen getting into that that series. Uh, but we're short track guys and we stick to the short track guys locally, uh, regionally and nationally. Sometimes we'll go global and go outside of, you know, our our country, go to Canada and and do some of that stuff. Uh This is where really we're sticking to the grassroots, where these kids are coming from and they move through. And um you think about a, a William Byron that comes in and runs that late model race down in new Smyrna and wins the big ones. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but he wasn't in a KBM car in the super late model. So now we go back to episodes ago and we talk about youth and talent, Yep. you know, uh, yeah, he's not as young as he used to be uh, a few years ago when he got started. Um, but he goes and he steps in a Donnie Wilson motorsports late model and wins the the Clyde Hart Memorial and the orange blossom 100.
1: Yeah. Well, you see how much money they dropped. I mean, right. Exalto was on the car, so there there was a bunch of money. I mean, but you're talking about Donnie Wilson. He's one of the best in the super late model business. Right.
2: Absolutely. He builds great cars, and he, he always gets the best of talent to drive them, and the results speak for themselves.
1: Yeah, yeah. well, he gets him fat checks, too. He Don't get me wrong. I, we were talking to him at Five Flags not too long ago, and he said, you wouldn't believe the amount of money he's making. Uh, running those late models and, and he gets in one every once in a while and does very well himself so you know his cars are like you said they're they're on fire
0: yeah so that uh donnie wilson motorsports a uh, toyota funded and driver development situation you think
1: oh yeah it is definitely definitely and i mean it's you know you come in with a check and he goes okay you'll drive this 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 and this and that that and the other and they're trying to, to help the develop these young guys but i'm gonna tell you something you go to a, one of those races with Chandler Smith or Sammy Smith running, you got to contend with Bubba Pollard. You got to contend with Ryan Priest. You got to contend with, um, guys like Stephen Nassie and Michael Hind and these guys that are badass. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? All
0: right. It's Derek Griffin, Justin Rondike, yes. Jesse Love, Brad May. I mean, you could go on and on. The list is just oh, huge. Oh, yeah.
1: Our boy out of California in the 43 car. Derek you know? Thorne. Derek Thorne. I mean, yeah, you. Thorne, yeah, and, and your your other boy from uh, the Midwest, the seven car, um, I can't think of his name. John
0: right DeAngelis. John DeAngelis. DeAngelis.
1: He's yep. another one that's a threat every time he gets in a car. So yep. you know, you're you're you may be a Cup driver, and you're coming down to their level. You're going to play in their house, and they're not going to. There's no slouching.
0: Right. So. Well, Sammy Smith ends up winning uh, not only the Super Late Model Championship uh, at New Smyrna. He ended up winning the ARCA race uh with the KBM. So I mean he kinda he kinda did his job and due diligence, you know, with the the KBM and upholding the Donnie Wilson thing. But um you know, Derek Griffin, Justin Mondike, Jesse Love, Brad May, they all ended up top five with that super late model championship. And then uh I think the biggest part of that week uh was the pro late model situation. With oh, Michael wow. Hind winning uh numerous times and um uh, Connor Jones uh finishing second, William Help me out, Ted. Swallow it. Yes. <laughs> Swallow it. Yep, thank you. Yep. yep. And then uh, Jean Philip Bergeron, I, th- I believe we touched on him last week uh, from Quebec, yes? Right. And then Dylan Stovall uh, was top five in pro late models. But uh, there, was, there was some exciting racing there in that pro late model series.
2: Now, Dylan Stoval didn't exactly run away with that fifth-place finish, because Parker Chase was only two points behind him. That's one position either way, and that, that could have swapped. Right, so, yeah, it was a really
0: close racing there. Yeah. I wonder how much money would come into that check uh, being only two points behind.
1: <laughs> probably a thousand, a couple It'll thousand. Hurt, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what was cool, though? Michael Hine won that championship after getting wrecked. Of course, he was outside of Caden. Caden Honeycutt was on his outside coming off of turn four, and he tried to throw the block, and Honeycutt was there, and they both wrecked. And uh, Michael Hine went home and took his supercar and, Turned it into a pro and came back to win and win the overall championship. And I'm gonna tell you something. That's a kid that's on fire right now. Yes, he's won. He won quite a few races of this World Series of Asphalt, and he's been up front. I, I look for him to come to Pensacola and see how much better he's going to be because a lot of people don't know he's with Steven Nassie Racing. They're a two-car team. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't know that, and you know Nassie, even though he's not run particularly great this year but he's 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 still there but they're helping that kid and he's getting really good the mullet is uh, on that kid have you seen him he's got his mullet flying it old hair flopping in the breeze so I mean, the old mullet's working you know i guess that that's that's helping him some too i reckon but michael hind is good
2: run
1: with it oh yeah well, I mean, you got to consider he—you know—when he wrecked that car, he destroyed that late model, and they put the other one together, and they come back to win the championship. Yeah, kudos to him and his team.
0: Well, it's funny you say he's kind of on fire. It's kind of what his paint scheme is on that late model too. That's true. That's yeah. true.
1: Yeah. With the, with the flowing locks out the window and the flames, mm. yeah, he's he's looking pretty good.
0: Well, the supers and the pros and uh you know we've got a, a tech talk that's coming up here just in a little bit and we're gonna make a comparison for our listeners out there about the tour type Modifieds and the Florida modifieds, which we've talked about modified the mayhem, we've talked about the ground pounders, which is a tour type. Um Matt Hirschman really through the week looked like he was just gonna walk off and he ended up finishing second. Behind Jimmy Blewett. Jimmy Blewett when the Tour Tribe Modified Championship down there in New Smyrna. And they, I mean, these, these guys lined up with like 35 cars oh, just yeah. about every night. Yep. And they had a big, big race down there. And uh, Jimmy Blewett ended up winning the championship I uh, probably four or five nights they were running. I think they had a big one that uh, I don't i don't believe that Jimmy Blewett won it. He might have. Uh, I'd have to double check my notes. But um those tour type modifieds and the Florida modifieds are down there running as well.
1: Good show, yeah, Jimmy didn't blew it. Ah, but anyway, that's cool. Those those big, big nasty, high powered, wide tired, bad to the bone, three inches off the ground, getting with it modifieds. I I like I said, I want to stand next to track and watch one of them go by. It's got to be pretty dang cool.
0: Yeah. And they're, I mean, there's a 15 inch wide tires that are loaded to the ground. What we referred to as the ground pounders. Mm-hmm. Now the, the difference, we could just jump into this. Now we don't have to wait for the, the tech talk thing, but the difference between those tour type modifieds and the Florida modifieds, uh, there's a difference between those two modified.
1: Yeah. I mean, the, the, the we'll just do it right here. The, the Florida modifieds are mainly a stock front snout, like off a of Caprice or an Impala and some of them are metric but for the most part they're a stock clip they run a steering box they run a drag link they run a you know regular sway bar they run um you know regular stock spindles they run stock type brakes you know they run a nine inch forward rear end some of them are allowed to run quick changes which the difference between that is the nine inch to change the gear you have to change the whole center chunk out on a quick change, you've got little gears on the back side that are in a cover. You pop the cover off. You put the two gears that you want in there, pop the cover back on, put a little bit of gear oil in it, let her eat. Now, the Florida Modifieds are highly regulated. They have a body width, body length they can have. Now, the Tour Type Modifieds are just, there's nothing stock about them. It's all custom built chassis. They're low to the ground. They're hundred horsepower. Um, the 15 inch wheels, but I mean, all the suspension, the chassis, the coil over shocks, um, everything that, that they have to have to make those cars stick to the ground is insane. And the aerodynamics is another big thing on the, the tour type cars, the way they're built. They're air- very aerodynamic. Um, so are the Florida modifieds, but they're a little slower because they're on an eight inch tire. The ground pounders are on a 15 inch tire wide width wise. Right. So that's insane. And those guys, I mean, I'm going to tell you something. You go to watch any modified modified mayhem or the tour type modifieds. They put on a good show. It's a great class. I'm glad they kept with it. Cause we've had NASCAR modifieds or modified since the forties, um, mainly called them modifieds cause they didn't have front fenders and none of these cars have front fenders. So you got to be real careful when you get close to somebody that you don't tear your car all to pieces. Cause all the suspension stuff will fold up if you wreck. So, very interesting cars, and I mean, if you ever get a chance to get out and see them you live up north, you can see them. We only get to see them once a year down here at New Smyrna during the World Series of Asphalt, which me and Ted and Thomas have agreed it's on our bucket list. We've got to go down there one year and watch those cars. Right? Aren't those
0: That's Modifieds it. the same ones they run at Bowman Gray? Yes. The, big, the the Wayland modified the Wayland series. Whalen modified it's, series. They're, they're tour type modifiers yes, right?
1: They're tour type right. modified. The the Whalen uh, modified series. And here's a funny little thing. You know you know what Whalen makes? Most of your ambulances and cop cars have Whalen lights. The the blue lights and mm. the um, red lights on ambulances and stuff, and the strobe lights. Those are from Whalen. That's that's who makes a lot of that stuff. Believe it or not. Little little, so bit, of, little bit of little bit additional. Dogs. Yeah, exactly. So if you get you a know, blue cop behind you, oh, that's a whaling modified because they sponsor the series. So just next time a cop pulls you over, you'll think about that.
0: That was a whaling of arrest.
1: Yeah. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully it's not going to be an arrest. Hopefully it's yeah. just a ticket, but yeah. you know, it, it's, they're neat. They're fun to watch. They're some of the best in the world. And if you've ever seen the episode of Madhouse from Bowman Gray, they were beating and banging and swapping paint. And it's, yeah, a lot of fun. Yeah. I've got
2: to mention on this Tour Modified list of drivers, a little ways down the list I see a Truex. I'm just wondering, hmm, if they're part
1: of the family. There's a, yeah, there's a Ryan Truex. He was in the Bush Series and didn't do very well. he's he, where he comes from, Modifieds. Martin Truex came from Modifieds.
0: Yeah, there's uh, there were a couple in the Florida Modifieds that we were familiar with, too. Joe uh, Armandia. From uh, Texas. Um, yeah, and Cody Strickler uh there was another one on that list too the the
1: know. modified champion this year the, the, oh what was his name i see he's a he owned a car and then he started driving it himself and i cannot think of his name
0: yeah i didn't i didn't write it down yeah I, I but just, he was the modif-
1: yeah that's okay he was the champion last year so pretty cool man that's like i said those florida modifieds if you ever go see because usually augie grill runs he's been down to new smyrna and race we know old augie so
0: yeah, Augie did run, uh, a pro late model race, uh, about midway through after, well, last episode was Wednesday. So I think it was, uh, fr- I think Friday night, uh, he finished middle of the pack and I, I don't believe it was the 112 of his stable. Uh, I think he probably got invited down to ride with somebody. Probably. Um, yeah. But, um, I was I was excited to see Augie was in the list. And I'm like, yes, let's do this because Augie, Augie, along with uh, Bubba Pollard, man, we we've, we've watched them both uh, just dominate uh, with the late models. You know, Augie Grill, of course, you know, two time Snowball Derby winner. Uh, yep. Bubba, it, yours is coming, my friend. I'm telling you, <laughs> just hang yeah, in there. Hang in there, yours brother. is coming. You've won everything else that uh, so you and Augie really can look at each other and say, you know what. A fifty-fifty thing, you know. You've got two snowballs. I've got all this other stuff, but you know, they're they're two of our, our kind of. I don't want to say heroes, but I mean, they're our favorites.
1: Yeah, exactly. You got you got to love Bubba Pollard. Anybody named Bubba that's winning races, other than mm, Darrell Wallace Jr. in NASCAR, <laughs> um, you know, Mister, I finished second and act like a two-year-old about it. <laughs> I can't I made
0: I made a comment that there was only one Bubba in racing. It was Bubba Pollard. And everybody right. just bashed me and started throwing me like crybaby tear pictures of. I'm <laughs> like, no, no.
1: Yeah, he he wins one race because of rain, and they think he's yeah. a hero. And he he wouldn't have the car he had if he hadn't have pulled that BS in Talladega. That's as far as I'm going to go with that. But. Bubba Pollard's our hero. He's my hero, a short track hero. I love, I love to watch him get with it and get after it. So I look forward to, uh, the first five flags blizzard race. It ought to be pretty interesting yeah. and congratulations to all the champions down in New Smyrna, the world series of asphalt. Man, that's no slouch to win that, that particular deal. Michael Hind and Sammy Smith, man, congratulations guys. Y'all did a hell of a job, put on a good show. Um, the racing down there was incredible in all of the classes. And it's a track I want to run on.
0: Yeah. And we look forward to 2022 continuing, uh, like we've uh, mentioned before that we just don't take a break. I mean, it's one week after another, one big race after another, whether it's on the dirt. Uh, we've got, uh, that Lucas oil late model dirt series that's kicked off and we're going to touch on a lot of more dirt and, uh, the sprint cars. Um, uh, Ted, I, I want to ask you a question. You being remotely on the phone with us. Um, what, what have you got in store for 2022 as far as the racing goes in your video production?
2: I'm going to continue the same thing we did before with the end cars and the, the tower cams. And we're going to just try to catch all the action we can and uh, do as much as we can with uh, the podcast, try to get, uh, get incorporate some video, maybe some of the stuff that I'm shooting into our uh, uh, webpage and our Facebook page, try to get some of that put up as well.
0: Right. How many, uh, how many GoPros or any in-car cameras do you have set up for this year?
2: Two at the moment, but or I'm looking to invest in some more because, uh, the excitement's going to be there and I want to catch it all.
0: Right. Right. And you got plans outside of just five flags or possibly mobile. We're going to try to get, uh, Gina, the owner promoter of mobile and at Houston Motorsports Park put together. Uh, we've been working diligently trying to get them, uh, on board and, um, you know, get them to kind of, put out what they've got going on, uh, trying to help them out as much as we can. But uh, have you got any ideas, uh, maybe where you might be going outside of the local area?
2: Uh, Not too sure about anything outside. We'll have to uh, get together with Jean and see what her plans are and see if she has some intentions on doing uh, anything further as far as video production goes. Uh, It will depend on scheduling as far as uh, where I can go from here. (laughs) Plus, with surgery coming up, things like that, I've also got to kind of watch the health situation as well.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That's first and foremost. And we're, uh, we're right there with you, brother. We're patting you on the back. We're right behind you and in front of you and inside you. And, you know, everything's going to work out. There's no doubt about that. But uh, oh, yeah. we look we look forward to putting that together. And I think that's going to be really a great episode. And uh, I have Gina Knowles come on, owner-pronoter, uh, Mobile International Speedway, and see what they've got going on, and maybe conjunction with everything else in the uh, in the neighborhood, I would say uh with all the uh race tracks around here and see what they can do Jim, you said uh they're gonna do the uh the outlaws uh the that wheelman series in mobile
1: well, it's not gonna be an official wheelman series race, but they're gonna run that type of car for a race or two from what i uh was understood. So that's going to be neat to watch because those guys put on a show too. The wheelman series is one of the best because they limit the amount of money you can spend. You can't rebuild the motors. You can't run high dollar shocks. It's, it's a great series. Can't wait to, uh, get involved with that. And, uh, you know, we got the SRX series coming. Yes. You know, that's,
0: that's, that's true. Uh, the SRX series for those, uh, Jim, you can go ahead and just tell our listeners what the SRX series is all about.
1: Well, it's, it's, Tony Stewart started it. It's big horsepower. It's uh the dri- it's a driver's car. You have to drive the car. It's they're funky looking, they're pretty cool. And this year they've got uh Helio Castroneves, snow I mean a uh, Indy 500 winner, Paul Tracy, Marco Andretti, Tony Cannon, who's also a Indy 500 winner. And this year also Joseph Newgarden, Indy 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 racer and Ryan Hunter-Ray are coming in for 2022. Plus, uh, they haven't announced the stock car drivers yet, or the local driver that will be racing at Five Flags, because they always take a local driver and put them in the car. So that's going to be very interesting. But man, the SRX series is a great idea. I hope I hope they expand it some more, so a few more races, or run six races, I believe. And but it's really awesome to watch these guys get it on, and they don't care. They will beat and bang and swap paint and put on a show for the fans. And at Five Flags Speedway, call and get your tickets. I'm going to be in the pits cause I got to meet all these drivers and get some autographs. So, um, hopefully everything will go smoothly.
0: Well, uh, let's just take a poll. We can start with us three right here. Um, uh, outside of maybe a local driver getting involved with that, which is obviously going to happen. Um, we had Doug Kobe last year at Stafford and we had uh, Luke Fenhouse up there at Slinger that won, um, in to get in the race. Um, we're going to have a local driver there, but outside of that, we can tar- start, I'm going to start with Ted and Ted, who is your pick out of those that we just mentioned, uh, maybe put out in front, because we're going to get our listeners to chime in and write a comment as to who they think might be the winner.
2: I'm going to kind of go for the uh, dark horse. I think Newgarden, uh, new garden, he, he's not familiar with the track, but then who is amongst all those out there? Uh, I know he's a good driver, it's just gonna be a matter of you got to get matched up with the car and get the car matched to the track. We're just gonna see what happens.
1: Okay, so you've got Joseph Newgarden.
2: Yes. Okay. Well,
1: who who do you think they're gonna pick locally, Ted?
2: Oh Lord, I wish it was Bubba. <laughs> if they could get him there, him or Nasty, either one. I would love to see either one of them. Because you talk about swapping paint. Oh man, that would be fun to watch.
1: Yeah, but they're not really local. I'm I'm talking about like from our. Uh, our outlaw stock class, or somebody, you know, like you know me for instance, I would love to do it. Hey, put Jim in there, let him go. Ahead. I'd, I'd tear that thing to pieces, but I'd have a blast. Um, I I would think somebody, you know, you could put somebody like Cody Bruso in there, or um, drives the fifty four car, and I swear his his name escapes me at the moment, but you know I'm talking about that kid is talented and always finishes well, and I I don't want to see somebody like. And, and no offense to Jake Finch, but he, he's got money. I want to see somebody put in a car that doesn't have money and has a lot of talent. Right. That That's what I'd love to see. Now, my pick to win, I'd, I'd like to see Tony Stewart do it, because I'd love to see him in victory lane at Five Flags Speedway. So
0: Well, he won the championship. He is one of the co-founders with Ray Everham, uh, one of the co-founders and co-owners of the series. So I kind of thought, well, yeah, and that was kind of a bummer. I don't know Tony Stewart. Uh, not really a big fan no offense but uh for him to win that championship last year in their first season uh, I was kind of thought it was like hmm, mm, I don't know <laughs> so I'm going to go out and and kind of play on a limb with Ted and say it's going to be one of those newcomers and it's the other guy not Joseph Newgarden but it's Ryan Hunter Ray I think yeah. he I think I'm going to take him uh to come in and figure that track out really quick and because all the cars are the same right it's up to the driver and i i'm i'm gonna think that J, uh ted is is right that joseph newgarden because he he can figure stuff out but the indie car drivers are going to be good you know tony stewart he's an indy car you know he what can't tony stewart drive <laughs> you know
1: yeah that's but, true
0: i'm gonna run I'm gonna run with Ryan Hunter Ray
1: no yeah, that's a good choice. All those guys are champions at some t- at some point in their lives and winners are races, so you know you you can throw the dice out there and hold your hand over your eyes and and probably pick somebody that would do pretty good so i'm I'm interested to see especially when on that old surface sliding around like they're gonna be yeah <laughs>
2: that's what they're gonna get have to get used to. I mean, they don't really run any really short tracks. Phoenix probably be the closest one that I can think of to a, a short track, but still they, they know how to get around the, the ovals as well. So we'll see.
0: Yep. <laughs> yep.
1: Or if they run Bristol.
0: Yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be a fun deal. And that is the, the SRX, which is the superstar racing experience uh, with all those high dollar, uh, big name drivers that are coming in. Uh, it's going to be locally here, five flag speedway uh, on CBS, uh going to be televised which i think is the first ever to my knowledge that anything has been uh nationally televised uh so it's going to be a really big deal for pensacola and kick off the season like everybody knows five like speedway it's not like it's just a a born track but um it's going to be big in this area
1: oh yeah definitely gonna be uh, fun so
0: we uh we got everything caught up uh from what we touched on last week and uh Ted, um, uh, it's you know, you guys. It's it's so fun to to be here on a, on a Wednesday night or you know on a weekly basis talking about short track racing and throwing names out there and just having some fun and you know hoping to gather some listeners here and there and uh, kind of keep continuing to grow and
1: yep. um, uh, absolutely. <laughs> well, you know what? It's your baby. You came up with this, like I said last week, and I'm just. Uh, happy to be here and able to talk about racing. Cause you know, I could gavel on for hours when it comes to this stuff. So I love it. It's fun. Ted, I'm glad we brought you on board and, uh, you know, we're going to, we're going to start doing a little bit of history. I got some things, you know, I want to, I want to talk about some of the short track drivers and people that made it to the big time and how they got back and how they, you know, like Bobby Allison, for instance, he used to race, uh, NASCAR, but he also came and ran short tracks. So we love all that kind of stuff too. We'd we'd love to see some of these guys come down, but now they're making so much money. I mean, why would they, you know? It's not like that back then they got a few dollars to come down and race and they just did it because they love the sport. And that's what I want to see. I want drivers that love the sport. Well, guys, uh, yeah, go ahead, Ted.
2: i say kind of a pay it forward thing, you know. They've made their their mark and now they they can come back and kind of give back to the sport a little bit. I'd love to see that.
1: Amen to that. And while we're thinking about it, Ted, let's go, Brandon
2: absolutely yeah let's go
1: Brandon. yeah look us up on our facebook page short track yes. guys
0: podcast on facebook leave us a comment tell us who you think's gonna win uh in the srx series here in june uh give you a little bit of time to do some research and maybe see some highlights from last season and uh tell us who you think and uh make a comment good or bad doesn't matter we want to hear from you jim pokrant jbp zero seven zero seven at yahoo.com Hotmail.com. Hotmail.com. Hotmail. Hotmail. Yeah, I'm sorry. JBP07 at at
1: Hotmail.com. Hotmail.com. (laughs) Hotmail.com.
0: Yeah, and Ted Baber at Ted underscore Baber at Yahoo.com.
2: I'm
0: a Yahoo again. (laughs) I'm a Yahoo again. Well, and that's how you can get in touch with either one of these guys. Um, Just send us a message. Make a comment. We love it. Um, We'll get back to you, and um, we will talk to you next wednesday
1: next wednesday y'all
0: thanks for listening